0: Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today, we're going to dive deep into a topic that is a bit different than normal. But before we begin, let's dive into the quickie. Here is why Valentine's Day is problematic. <laughs> yes, I'm laughing because I think it's, it's pretty hilarious. Um, just the topic in general. But Valentine's Day. Can put outstanding pressure on relationships. The thought of not getting gifts that are expensive or meaningful enough, you know, overpowers the true essence of a relationship. Right? It's not about the actual gift, but somehow it becomes about that on that particular ho- on this particular holiday. So you know, this holiday materializes. You know the de- um, the demand for the real meaning of love, if you will. So Valentine's Day can also be very hard for many single people. It is a constant reminder that you're alone, <laughs> unattached, or can make many, unfortunately, you know, depressed during that same time. So especially when you see movies that are portraying like Valentine's Day as the day of love, you know, they play them all day long. You walk into a convenience store or your favorite Target. And, you know, you have aisles and sections dedicated to this particular holiday, right? And it's put in your face all day long, weeks leading up to it, right? There's no sense, uh, you know, right? well, I should say there's really no sense where, you know, someone is single, you know, they shouldn't really feel bad, you know, from watching something on television for being single. Maybe this, this is by choice, you know, not everyone wants to be in a relationship, if you will. You know, so... I just think it's a little crazy, a little batshit crazy sometimes. Um, but for you know, for us, you know, in my relationship, we usually just go to Popeye's, we pop open a bottle of champagne, and I mean literally those two things, and enjoy a movie or two, no gifts or anything related to Valentine's Day, like at all, Valentine's Day, I should say, sorry. And this is why I think Valentine's Day is super problemi- uh, problematic because it puts the material side of it, you know, it takes away what we consider to be, you know, just the regular love, which you can share and illustrate and feel and experience all the time the other 364 days of the year. Somehow we bring in this materialization to it where it's, it, you know, it's hyper, you know, fantasized, if you will. And this holiday becomes really about money and about buying gifts and or receiving gifts. The essence really is about love, right? And so it's in short, that's what I think Valentine's Day, you know, can be and is problematic. So that's the quickie for today, boys and girls. Today's episode is going to explore a kind of sort of different perspective, granted, this channel is about tech, business and finance. So we're gonna explore this from the the um, the tech side of the house, if you will. And so you know, there are some things that I just want to unearth because I've seen patterns and in some interracial dating and I'm just nosy <laughs> and I just want to explore some of these patterns, right? And <laughs> so before I dive too far into the before I was actually before we dive too far into the episode, I want to give a special shout out to both of my guests that's joining No Pants Required today. These two ladies, you know, can help bring their perspectives in dating, specifically dating interracially. So, first I wanted to give a special shout out to Kiana, welcome to No Pants Required.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And Maggie, thanks for joining No Pants Required. Mm -hmm. I'm here Perfect All right. so you guys, you know You bring in different perspectives And I'll let you be able to introduce yourself to the audience You can dive as deep as you want in some of these topics But I also want to say You know, who else out there Is in a RRC I heard that on TV Mm -hmm. recently (laughs) I was like, what the hell is an RRC? It's an interracial couple It's like, wow, okay, interesting We put labels on everything, right?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, you know Really, I want to explore, you know, interracial dating—the history of interracial dating—from both guests and myself. We're going to dive a little bit into navigating dating apps. You know, that is a strange world out there, and I can tell you, I can sympathize <laughs> with with those who are currently navigating that space. It is extremely complicated and difficult, and I see it and hear it from friends. Um, and then we're going to get some reactions on interracial dating. It's really going to dive deep into some really tragic, in some cases, information that you see out there. All right. So i start with you, Kiana. Yeah. So, you know, what is your history with dating interracially?
1: Well, um, I mean, I am a biracial woman, Filipino and black. So anyone I date is really going to be an interracial dating type of deal for me. So, I think my history is ever since I started dating um you know it's been an interracial um relationship that I've been in um but I'm 29 and um yeah so I have tons of experience interracial dating about 16 years um I haven't um I don't know how deep you want me to go into the bio but um
0: so whatever you want to share
1: okay typically only um i've only really dated um african African african-american men um dabble with a couple white men but that's about it um but yeah i'm happy to speak to my experience in the interracial dating world
0: and i was purposefully listening for one particular category i won't say it just yet (laughs) (laughs) and maggie what about you
2: um well i am very caucasian um (laughs) Uh, I actually grew up in a area where there were, um, specifically two races, uh, cattle and redneck, AKA we were pure white. (laughs) There was literally no other race. So I wasn't exposed to a lot of other races or ethnicities, just simply in my, um, in how I was brought up. I was exposed once I got out of my small town just to give you an example there's 3,000 people population in Warsaw where I grew up versus here in Germantown Um, I I did a little bit of research before this I was like let me just see what Germantown's current population is which is 83,000 so I'm about 80,000 short Right yeah. um so my my dating history has been pretty basic it doesn't stray from what I was used to seeing um, until I met Jimmy Ha huh? uh, yeah. I'm, 30- <laughs> I'm, I'm 34 years old and you know I've, I've definitely had my fair share of dates and relationships and uh, they've been very white <laughs> yeah. very white
0: Right. And that's a perspective. Right. And we all want to share those perspectives and, and you know, to showcase how it is to date in general. Right. It, it could all be complicated and all the same in some situations. Mm-hmm. And in my case, you know, I've been dating you know, forever um, as a gay male. You know, it's it's not as different as you may think it is. It's kind of sort of all the same um, in some in some circles. Uh, I've dated interracially a few times um prior to my current relationship and um you know don't ha- I don't have as much experience um dating outside of black but um I do cherish you know humanity and what I mean by that is like I I'm really attracted to any and everyone like it's not necessarily a you know a race or ethnicity that you know that draws me into someone mm-hmm. And so that is how I kind of navigate the space of dating, in general, or well, used to date in general. You know, right now, you know, I'm tied down for life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: um, and so, you know, I, I before we like dive into, you know, reactions to some of these articles we found and and. Some research I did because I really want to put paint a picture out there for you know interracial dating in general and where we've come as a country, and you know sort of what the statistics and the trends are leaning towards. I also want to dive into the space of dating apps and how you know you know how people use filters, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know um, in some of those spaces. And I think that's pretty interesting. Not that it's a problem, right? You are attracted to what you're attracted to. And, you know, so there are some things fantasy wise, if you will, you know, sometimes people go on dating apps because they have a niche that they want to, you know, they want to explore something that's different. Some don't want to explore anything that's different. They want to stay within that narrow dating window, if you will, or pool and navigate that space and lane. Um, But I do find it very interesting before I dive into like, you know, things that I've witnessed and seen, I do want to get your perspective ladies on you know dating apps you know in all the different platforms that you've like seen used and your experience on dating apps
1: okay well I do have to say um I don't want to get any judgment but I am somebody who does use the ethnicity filter on dating apps um because like you said I like what I like um and that's what I'm attracted to um so I would rather just get all the noise out of the way and go Mm -hmm. straight to what I want. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, sometimes I do kind of wonder, am I limiting myself? um, Having that mindset. But when I go back to it, it's kind of like, this is kind of how I see my life playing out. And these um, are the type of men that I feel I am more um, relatable to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much why I specifically do use that filter is because um, I, I just like what I like and I don't think it's going to change too much, you know.
0: Got it. Would you, would you consider not necessarily, you know, I understand, you know, we had points in our lives where, you know, there is no time for games, right? You,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you are on, <clears throat> excuse me, not necessarily a quest to find, but maybe you are on a quest to find a, a life partner, right? Or is it, you know, are you in a space or have you been in spaces where you've just wanted to explore sometimes?
1: Um, there are times because I have mostly only dated black men that I um, kind of ventured outside of that just so that I could have experience in that just to make sure I am choosing who I want to choose and not just because I don't know what the other side has to offer not to generalize people just by their race, but um yeah. Um That makes sense. Yeah. Um but yeah. I think um where I'm at right now I am We're currently to dating someone. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh wait, wait, this is news. <laughs> this is
1: breaking news on the pod. Breaking news <laughs> on the podcast.
0: You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I love it. You you wanna share any more there there or just want to leave it like that
1: um it's some you know me and my ex are getting back together so
0: (gasps) wow I actually thought about him yeah a few hours ago (laughs) and because I was was thinking about this and and I was thinking about you and I was like wow he was a nice guy and then but then that was just it you know I think I was going to figure out a way to slip that in here on the podcast and wow this is
1: (laughs) Yeah, I told him I was like, I'm doing a interracial dating podcast with Warren, so I mean, this will be our announcement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, I like it. Exclusive, ladies and yeah, gentlemen, exclusive. you can get them at no pants required. <laughs> <laughs> Always listen. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, Maggie. So, um, dating. I kind of know about you know you and Jimmy Ha's dating experience with the dating app, but prior to that,
2: yeah, uh, I've used. I don't know if I'm a, am I allowed to say apps on here? Does that is that a I mean, I mean, I've used not, a few they, different
0: look, not us, unfortunately,
2: <laughs> Listen, you know? guys, no pants is not sponsoring this as of right now. But if you're curious, you can. Um, <laughs> I like uh,
0: it.
2: Yeah, uh, I've used the match. I did. I did pay a couple times for it at one point in my um, single moments. Um, and I did the POF. And at one point, people are like, you know, POF is just for the hookups. And I was like, I don't know the difference. Um, <laughs> And then I I landed on the Facebook dating app for quite literally fifteen days and am with the dude that hit oh, me wow. up and <laughs> was that, that was the quickest amount of time on the dating app. But in terms of filters, um I told Jimmy this yesterday. I was like, you know, I'm doing the podcast with Warren tomorrow, right? He goes, Are you gonna talk about what your filters were? I'm like, Yeah. I was like, You know what my only filter was? He's like, Height. And this dude did not meet my requirement. Oh,
0: wow.
2: (laughs) I did not have any... Not one filter was on for mine other than... He actually was outside all the filters. I had two filters, actually. I had distance. I didn't want to be driving all over the country to see this person. And I am a very tall person. And I would prefer someone that I can look in the eye. And um, (laughs) that makes me me personally more comfortable. Um, Mm -hmm. And so... I didn't. I didn't have a race, and nothing else was filtered out other than the height and be within a certain radius for me. And Jimmy hit me up when I was in Chicago with my sisters, and I didn't respond until I came back. And I also had this wasn't a filter, but it was a preference on the dating app. Is I did require you to be able to show your face. Um, I have Mm -hmm. been like not necessarily catfished, but like a partial catfish. I would say like guys or. Like would sometimes people would just use like a a photo that was like very evidently from like ten years ago, and like when you meet up, you're like, you don't you look like you, but you don't look like the picture that I have of you. Um, Right. And so Jimmy did not have a photo, a face picture on his, and so I remember being like, meh. Neither of us can remember what he said because he deleted that app so quick when we went on our date. and so i don't know why i responded to him i had no idea like he was uh an asian person other than it said on his thing was asian he was in some snowboard outfit so he could have been any human right uh um, oh is
0: that is, sorry is that the picture where you can't really see his face
2: yeah there's no face it's
0: his back <laughs>
1: Wow, I wonder yeah. how he got through to you. That's right. and I'm
2: like, I really wish I knew what you said. That I was like willing to respond. I, I literally responded to no one if they didn't show their face. And I was like, even if it was a fake face, it had to be a face that you showed boldly. Like I, I know that probably seems shallow, but like. I, that's where it starts you know it it might be attracted to a specific type of like look or something but like for me I didn't have any filters in terms of race for that um like I said I grew up in a really small town so when I left that small town I left because I was curious about other stuff
0: nice Ooh. got it you know that that brings up something with me um when I specifically you I guess it was 11 years ago <laughs> Uh, went on a dating app and I specifically in this case, I did have similar what you had, Maggie, in terms of distance mm-hmm. as well as photo. and I can say this proudly. I think I selected everything that I did not date previously. Oh, wow. only. so I filter out I wanted the completely opposite of the spectrum I've dated prior. And I wanted to see what else was out there and not necessarily for dating, but just what else is out there. And I talked to a few people and I didn't meet any of them in person. Um, In fact, Renee and I, we talked for, I want to say, three months before we met in person. It was my my thinking wasn't meeting to hook up our relationship. I mean, at that time, I was already doing things but I was more focused on just having conversations with someone other than the, the folks I've, the type of people I've dated before, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, when, when we did start dating, I asked him, I was like, you know, what made you hit me up? And, I, you know, one of the questions, of course, I was like, have you ever dated a white woman before? And I know that like, there's all the stereotypes of each race. And I was like, I'm sure I'm meeting every single one of those boxes for him. Um, and he was like, "You're exotic to me." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> oh, wow. you, you are quite literally the only person to ever say that to a woman of my <laughs> Um, And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, no." He's like, "I've dated every other race." He's like, "I've never dated a white person, um, a white woman." And I was like, "Wow." This was in Warren. This was in our disclosure conversation yesterday. I was like, "I never want to hurt your feelings. I want you to know these were my filters." And why did you start talking to me?
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
2: (laughs) So his, his filter was all, he was only hitting up white women. So like that was his filter. I was like, Oh, interesting.
0: You know, so that's, that's, you know, I, and I don't think anything's wrong with that. Right. It's all preference based. Right. And so, but there are some things I think that are very alarming in the gay community and maybe i'm just hypersensitive to it and i'm thinking that it's very alarming but there, it's it's for me in in some of these gay apps they go beyond just like some of the the, the filters that the preference filters it's you know into size like they don't want any they call it no fats no fims,
2: no twinks
0: yeah they go into these descriptors now those are not like selection buttons that you can select or radio buttons but these are what people put in their filter. I'm sorry, in their bio. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So
0: instead of describing who you are, they're putting in their bio what they are not attracted to, and it's very interesting. You know, if, if someone is overweight, in their opinion, they won't get any. You know, it, it's it gets. I think it gets very discriminatory in yeah. some of these gay apps. It it goes beyond the norm, if you will, and I don't think it gets. Highlighted enough on how much of discrimination is done in that space, especially to a group who has been discriminated against and are screaming for equality, yet pushing away differences. Right? It it, it it's a dichotomy to me that is a little bit um, hypocritical, in my opinion. In some cases, but um, th- you know that's been some of the the experience that I've seen. You know with some of these dating apps and i also can tell you market wise like like in regional areas and this is part of the reason why this topic and this episode title came together is just in my own neighborhood within my friend circles mm-hmm. you know i have and I, I have for those who are unaware which will be a shocker for some people <laughs> i have a rainbow of friends like it is literally every ethnicity country Almost around the world <laughs> I have friends right literally I can go and stay with these people in these different countries and you know and they could come here and stay with me like I I love that about my personality and I love that about the people who are my friends and you know when I think about th- in in the gay community there is a bit of discrimination that happens with from the white gays, some asian gays are mixed in there depending on regionally where you live against all others Mm -hmm. and it's not like necessarily they're purposefully doing it is that they stay in their circles and lanes and they don't you know talk to or date those other individuals there are some circles that do but they have this certain look to them you know them meaning those non-white they have a certain look to them that that the, the white guys are usually attracted to. Right. And I gonna dive into all of that, but you know, I just find it very interesting. And so what led me to, you know, this conversation is again, my friend circles in my neighborhood <laughs> in a County I live in. And I was like, wait a minute, is this a thing? And I kept diving down. And I was like, wait, this is a thing. Wait, this is a real thing here. And so I'm not going to say what that thing is cliffhanger. You guys have to wait. Um, we want to dive more into that so you know but back to like dating apps Um, i will say
1: warren um Mm -hmm. i know i said i do choose a filter when it comes to race and i feel like it's acceptable in my eyes because i am half black so like if it was like kind of like the other shoe on the other foot and i let's say a white man was only filtering for asian women i would feel weird about that um Mm -hmm. because i mean i have definitely been fetishized before i'm light skin curly hair like that's a thing Mm -hmm. i've been dated just because you know um i'm considered exotic so when it's like a little bit reversed and it's not i think it's only um kind of like weird when it's it becomes more of a fetish and not like you're looking for or seeking a certain race because um that's what gets you off outside of like not just looking for someone because of their heart um, but yeah, I think that's kind of the difference in why I think like what I've done in the past is OK, because I mean, that is part of my culture as well. So it's not so far off for me. But like when you're seeking completely opposite races, I think it is a little,
0: little weird. Right. And I would agree with that. Um, it does become very weird. Right. And But then it also... For me, it gives the perspective that some people are at different places on mm-hmm. these apps. You know, some are for hookups, some are for that specifically. Keanu, they're looking for the exotic or they're looking for that experience. And this is the the, the the medium they can use to to navigate that space as opposed to maybe some are really serious and they really are serious about dating. And so you have to navigate all of that. Yeah. And it's very difficult to do from a bio in a picture. <laughs>
2: Right. I was going to say, like, there's a weird fine line of it being weird and judgmental versus it being a clear, definitive preference. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people have been on, like, I've never been on the other end of someone having a fetish of it. Like, I can just clearly state that. And I'm sure there's probably only a handful of women uh, who are <laughs> Caucasian who can speak directly to that in terms of their race. But, like, um, like having a clear preference it it, for those people who have that and don't have it in a malicious fashion you know it's unfortunate that there's those bad apples that have ruined it Mm -hmm. for someone who's like no this is what I'm into this is what turns me on this is what makes me happy you know that that's that sucks um in in trying to use an application to get what you're looking for just like anyone else or most people um kind of sucks there
0: now I definitely agree, and I mean when you guys, um, Maggie brought up, you know you met on a Facebook. I was like, I didn't even know Facebook had a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> so that You're was news to me. For
2: fifteen days,
0: <laughs> and it worked. Right, correct. Um, I mean, so again, I haven't. I'm not on the dating apps market out there, but you know what? What are the, the best dating apps out there that you guys think?
1: When I was back on the scene, because I'm not anymore, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on Hinge a lot.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, my coworker uh, talks about Bumble too. She said that Bumble and Hinge, she talked about those too a lot, um, being like effective, like quality dates with people.
0: Right, makes sense. You know, and I find it, you know, interesting, and maybe even some of those paid app services can offer a way to filter out those people who are more serious than others. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just an assumption I have. I don't know if that's like a thing to be or not.
1: To me, it is. If you're willing to like pay for it, it seems that you're more serious about, you know, not maybe committing money towards a dating app.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. You know, the funny thing is every time I was single, I ended up on like a dating app, searching around, hunting around, being like, what am I doing? You know, and then every time I ended up in a long term relationship other than Jimmy, I ended up meeting the person in person, like through work, yeah. through an event, through a function or something other than the dating app where I was hunting.
0: <laughs> um, you know, I, I can agree things. with that. That That's kind of yeah. sort of been my experience as well. It was usually always at a, an event, a party yeah. or something like that. Not as much at a club. That was never really the case yeah. Um but usually at an event where, you know, you can talk to someone with soft lighting or, or not a lot of noise, you know, you can get to know a person. Actually, um, I found those to be better experiences, you know, even grocery stores.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right.
0: Random, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not grocery store. No? I'm picking no. up avocados. I don't want to talk to nobody. Leave me alone, sir. I'm busy.
2: Exactly.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to see if this thing is ripe or not.
2: <laughs> if somebody walked up to me and said, Is this ripe? I'd be like, Go, ripe yourself. Excuse me. <laughs> then you didn't marry that person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Correct. Correct. All right. So we're going to take a quick break here. But after the break, we're going to dive into the second half of the episode. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, reactions to interracial dating articles. So I found some research, Pew Research to be specific. That talked about different trends and patterns in interracial marriages and dating in general, and and these statistics are taken from the United States and they're from the 1967 to to 2015, and I guess it's important to point out the 67 is important because it's when um, laws were overturning the United States uh, to allow others to marry each other from different races which is insane let's just pause there and and take that in in 1967 and before you could not marry legally if you will I mean you could marry but not legally um, someone from a different race or ethnicity right and I just find that to be whatever I won't get too much on the political political side of it but it's very interesting that that was Uh not that long ago Um, You know, I just find it fascinating. But back then, the United States had 3% of newlyweds that was someone of a different race in 1967. And you fast forward that to today, and it's up to 17%. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) Doesn't sound like a lot, right? Um, But there are some trends, though, that I do want to tackle this discussion and before i really get into the cliffhanger that i've been leaving purposefully out you guys um and so you know i think about interracial dating and marriage the first thing as a black male that will come to me is it was a lot of controversy you know years ago i don't want i guess i could say the, the 90s and the early 2000s of male black male athletes and or entertainers dating are marrying Caucasian women. And that was like a big thing, you know, especially in the black community. um, It was not a, you know, a a favorable trend, if you will, from black females. Um, That was not the case. And so that kind of sort of sparked my interest, you know, back then as a kid. um, And also, you know, it sparked my interest of understanding other type of patterns and race and stuff like that. So what do you guys think about, you know, just the black, athlete entertainer perspective.
1: Well um, what do I think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's definitely it seems true but also I I do have enough sense to know that media portrays the world in the, the light that they want want to, but um this is true. <sighs> I mean, I feel like a woman the, the white woman on the pod maybe answer this
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna sound like probably an asshole, but I don't think it matters. I mean Correct. if these people with millions and tons of thousands of dollars wanna go and date a white woman, yeah, go ahead, whatever. Um, you're doing it for a show. I've been watching pop whatever lately and who are the two people who just got engaged and they're like they're doing it as a money stunt Mm. I mean how many of these relationships are really lasting are they really that impactful the -hmm. only argument I would have is the people that we see in the spotlight are the people that we start to emulate and it's like you know am I opposed to an interracial you know couple being seen and portrayed And maybe for people in the black community or any other um, people of color type of uh, community, they might be like, well, now we're seeing couples that are not reflective of our race. You know, it, it, it it could go in that direction. But like, again, we're too sensitive, but maybe it's I'm not sensitive enough because yeah whatever you
1: know I I don't think I have too much of a preference because I feel like I would almost be a hypocrite um because (laughs) (laughs) like I do the same thing I mean I date black men that's I mean and everybody's not happy about you know not a fully black woman um dating another black man um but I just feel like I'm kind of in the mindset of progression and like love is love and you fall for who you fall for. It's when it's like, I want to have mixed babies and that's the like conversation that's going around. I think that's when it kind of gets a little, um, it's different territory.
0: Yeah, it gets very yeah. lost. <laughs> Just not it's not love anymore, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, it's yeah. not their business either. You want to have your mixed babies, you go ahead and have them. <laughs> like whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I find that fascinating if that's the focus of an individual. But hey, you know, people have their different, Desires, right? So I won't, I won't knock that at all. Um, but I can say, <clears throat> as I further look down into the research, you know, it it, 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 talked a little bit more on how it turned around, if you will, on the racial lines. Um, but really, the you know, and I really want to dive into the the gender side of it a little bit, but. On the racial side of it, you know, the the data really spoke to how Asians and Hispanics were pretty high statistically and percentage wise on, you know, dating and marrying outside of their race. And, you know, not necessarily known as a bad thing, um, but the percentages were much higher than that of, of white and black as a percent if you will. And so I, I found that interesting and the numbers were really interesting is that it was Asians born in, in, in Hispanics born in the United States as opposed to those who immigrated over to the US. Those numbers were much greater for those who were born here in the United States um, than otherwise. And so uh, so just to give you a little statistics here, it says um, among half of the Hispanics newlyweds who were immigrants 15% married a non-hispanic that's compared to 39% who were born here in the United States it's a big jump um and conversely here with Asians as well it was um 24% for those who were foreign born and ready for this 46% who were born US that goes back into my cliffhanger 46% was like what is is this a thing right but wait, we're not going to get there yet Um, and so, you know, I'm diving into data and I'm going further further and I'm looking at it. And then from like the the gender perspective, you know, it's where it's really, as we talked about a second ago, you know, black males are far more likely than black females to date and or get married someone outside of their race. Um, it's in, in, in from the research that's taken here, it's doubled, um, 24% black male 12% Black females. And of course, you know, I think these numbers have changed dramatically um, since the 80s. They went from 8% to 3%. So I think overall, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Kiana, you know, people are, you know, in a diverse world, you know, it's kind of sort of the intersection of uh, biracial um, dating. You know, I think it's going to be a point where you know, we won't be able to necessarily identify to one source source. You know, I won't just be only black. I may be a plethora of other things mixed in. And so, you know, some of these, these, you know, statistics is going to be, I think, obsolete in some years to come or decades to come, I should say.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think, I mean, it's hard to even imagine a world that just has kind of one, I mean, separate races. Cause by that point, we're all kind of mingled, you
0: know. Right. A melting, pot. <laughs> A melting pot, the United States, go figure. Mm-hmm. Um and so to dive into <laughs> the topic, so you know, I can say I've just I've just literally this is not empirical data. I did not do any type of sampling. So just to put that out there <laughs> for those who are looking for the dates and data points. I, with my own eyes kind of sort of saw a trend and I said wait is this a thing so I started to notice a lot of Asian couples with white counterparts specifically Asian women (laughs) with white men and as I started diving I said is this a regional thing again and I started doing some research and I started finding out oh this is absolutely a thing
1: yeah it definitely is
0: (laughs) And I said, but why is this a thing? I was confused. I'm like, I want to know. Someone tell me the answer. Um, but before I dive into my research, what are your reaction on that?
1: I mean, my grandfather is white and my, my grandma's Filipino. So that's where my family line started. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, to my understanding, I don't know why that's such a trend I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of reasons, but I know in my case, the military
0: had a lot to do with it. Um, That makes sense. That makes sense.
1: You know, so, I mean, that's what I can speak to. I'm sure there are tons of other reasons. You know, me being half Filipino and half Black, I do have full Filipino friends, and I do um, notice that they tend to only date white men, and I kind of feel like I gravitate more to black men because i am biracial not a full asian um so i do definitely do notice that um i can't really pinpoint the reason but i know military played a huge role in like my family
0: yeah and i was you know as i was you know diving through this and trying to find different ways you know i ran across this this reddit um thread as well as this other podcast that kind of sort of talked about this particular topic and you know, I, I found it f- fascinating that it was usually, as you just mentioned, you know, Asian women and or Asians in general dating white and are, you know, black. And, you know, I didn't find as much that was saying Asians dating Asians, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is, you know, this is a trend I'm noticing, right? And so this one article, it says seeking Asian female, do Asian women have white fever? I was like, oh, yes, tell me more. I want to know. So, it was, you know, the, the headline, you know, really pulled me in. And it just talked about, like, when it comes to white fever that m- many argue, you know, there's two streets, you know, two ways to this, you know, and that Asian women confess reasons. This is what some said, right, Ooh. for preferring white men, including that they were more that the white men were more confident, that they were better looking. Um, you know, there was a lot of you know um social economic status that really played a factor in there and i found that to be interesting you know that's a fact you know that it, it, hey we are attracted to what they're attracted to right some people are attracted to physical features some are attracted to you know monetary value and things like that and so i'm not going to i'm not you know having a a judgment on someone's position but as an outsider looking in and as a nosy damn person i just want to know um and i found that interesting. Um, general
2: yeah one of the lines in the podcast that you had sent she uh specifically mentioned that uh asian women were saying oh asian men are less confident than white men and white men present themselves more confidently and like i kind of paused there and i thought to myself i was like that's interesting i was like i feel like that statement falls true because just knowing jimmy's family jimmy is not and here's the thing jimmy out in the world is a shy wallflower (laughs) but and then when you meet him with his parents and even his brother they're very like tame like you're they're not outwardly like explosive doing all these crazy things like all egotistical like they just take the information that they're given or whatever's happening in front of them and kind of absorb it. But you close that door and behind closed doors, Jimmy is a confident mf ever. I'm like this bold dude, Like <laughs> he has got his own opinions. He will sass at me. And that is a very attractive aside to him. Yeah, it's very exciting and fun. But I think his family, even in itself, like they kind of, fall into what's expected almost like Mm. people say you're Asian they say you're a certain type of whatever this is how you're supposed to react and it's almost like they do fall into those stereotypes only because it's what's expected but you close the door I don't know what his dad or his brother is like behind closed doors but I mean, you close the door here, and he's like, "Well, here's my opinion. Here's what we're gonna do." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> buddy. You're right. Not absorbing it. You got opinions,
0: right?" <laughs> and not Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did yeah,
2: think. Go ahead. Um, okay.
0: Sorry.
1: We like the world has given so much like power to the, like a, the white man, so I think that's why it kind of you know they they seem so much more confident. And sometimes they really are because we like the media, you know, government, they're given so much power. So I think that that is also an attractive side. I mean, being being in white proximity is considered, you know, to be successful. So I think like that plays a role in it as well.
0: Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely, you know, interesting world to navigate um, because as you mentioned earlier, Maggie the stereotypes that are out there and you know one fitting into that stereotype or, or, and the stereotype could be also culturally right you know there are times where you know black women are viewed and I feel like this is somewhat still the case but I can tell you I have seen a difference just with my diverse group of friends um, you know black females were usually the less desirable Um, not now, but years ago, and it could be to some degree, but in, in in terms of how they were portrayed on television, right? It wasn't, you know, black women, everyday individuals. It was, this is, this is, this, this is how black women look. They look like this person you're portraying on television. Right. And, you know, that stereotype, you know, went on for quite some time until, you know, more recent where, you know, normal, beautiful black women are you know all over television now and people see them for who they are and now it's become a oh now there are the exotic ones right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and i find that to be you know you know it, it's a shift right and i it's feel like trend, and, almost say it again
1: it said it's like a trend almost
0: exactly exactly all exactly all these are becoming like trends where like, it's now this is the thing to do now it's the, the the accepted group you know um who was not necessarily accepted not granted mainstream not everything is always that case so i'm not portraying that it is but it is definitely as you just mentioned trending or in 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 a direction Mm -hmm. you know i I think i saw something recently where um, it was still difficult in miami for black females because they are looked as the less desirable among ethnicities in Miami right and so I, I think about all these different things and and like how these become the norms and trends of 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 just our dating situations in general um, and as you stated earlier you know Maggie I think you know television um, media and what you know some of these athletes and stars you know it seems this is very unfortunate but you know society take their clues and their direction from their favorite entertainer or star I find that to be not good but that is the trend and that is unfortunately what has happened and so I don't know I think that is something you know we as people are dating and navigating the dating space to be mindful of that you know you know don't fall and trap or victim of what society is telling you to be good you know whatever you like stick to that and and go down that path um and so as i continue to do some did my research i looked into you know I, I stumbled upon this npr article that had this transcript and it was really really interesting about um an east asian perspective if you will and it seemed to be a growing you know a large um a very constant i should say um Frustration among East Asian men who were frustrated that the Asian women were, you know, marrying white men, and they found that to be very, you know, you know, difficult and and a very very hard space to navigate. Um, you know, what I what I probably should have done here is gotten the perspective of the Asian man. <laughs> yeah. um, now that I think about it, in, in terms of like how do you know the Asian man feel about this and you know where's the Asian the Asian, if you will, dating? Um because of the percentages and the numbers are so high, I just found that to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I I think- mean- oh God. No. Well, I was gonna say, like, um I've never really thought about dating a Filipino man, <laughs> you know. But why not? Um No, warren i don't know <laughs> i don't know um i feel like asian on a- asian dating is more prevalent in the actual you know asian country um mm-hmm. more like um not all all relationships are arranged marriages but like i just feel like it's more pairing off um and when you move to america i can also see how like marrying a white man could be a way out um but, yeah, I've never thought about dating an Asian man. I don't think I've ever really been, like, attracted.
0: What? That's it's some a very attractive family. Filipino men. I know, man. and
1: I know that. I know <laughs> even Filipino men are, are beautiful. But yeah. I just, I don't know. It hasn't crossed my mind. But I think it's maybe, I don't, I think I relate to the African-American culture more than I do my Filipino culture. So maybe it. Has something
0: to do with it. Got
2: it. That it's makes sense. very interesting when I met all Jimmy's people, like the crew he hangs out with, the people he rolls with, right? And I remember going to this game night at one of his friends' house and all his friends, all the bro dudes get together, right? And all his friends are um, of Asian descent. They're, you know, I'm like, okay. And I'm looking around at all his... Friends and all the couples that have showed up, and I'm like Asian white, Asian white, Asian white. Like, Every <laughs> mm-hmm. single exactly bro dude walked in with a white woman. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Except for there was only one couple that was two Asian people together, and I just thought that was so interesting. And then as I continued to meet more and more people in his circle, the number of Asian Asian couples is very very low i continuously meet and for this his group it's a lot of men it's men with white women there's a Mm -hmm. few of his friends who are women asian women with white men but i'm like what so this yeah the same the same when
0: we were over there for for his family event um not to put his business in the street here i'm not doing (laughs) that but i did find it very interesting that all of the couples were asian and white um Mm -hmm. as well
2: i mean they have a preference
0: I don't uh, yeah, know.
1: I don't know. I mean, my family's the opposite. All of our, um all of my cousins are mixed black, so it's Filipino women and black men. So we have a preference over here. <laughs> See, well,
0: <laughs> that was purposefully done as well. Not purposefully done, but that was a a trend. You know, for some reason as well. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now I can say, you know, in my friend circles, it's usually black and black. <laughs> um, it's not many that are outside of their race. I am really thinking hard here. <laughs> um, not at all. Uh, I've had a friend. Wow. So my white friends have dated Asian <laughs> and black as well. I, this is interesting um yeah I, f- I feel like i need to do more research on this and, and 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 get to the bottom of this but also listeners what are you thinking about this i know you guys are listening to us talk about this but i want to know you know what do you guys think you know send us you know send me a message on instagram or uh, or twitter where you know you have perspectives and ideas on the intersection between you know, interracial dating and marriage and and I'm not looking for a one-way answer because I don't think it is, as Kiana said earlier. I think it is a, you know, a, a very complex situation there. But it is something here in the United States that I think is, you know, this is this is a well, I guess it's a trend in the United States because we are a melting pot yeah. and yeah. it's less of a melting pot in those other countries.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and is it because, you know, you know, dating someone outside the race is a ticket out, if you will, you know, um, I can think of yeah I have I, I have a friend in uh, a city that is his wife is he's Asian his wife is Mexican I have another friend who's Filipino um, his wife is Mexican um, and, and I'm gonna go down a list here but you know I can go down a list and almost all of them males Asian girlfriends or wives are not Asian hmm. know it's very interesting um any other reactions to that
1: yeah I mean I don't want to just say like um, it's for like you know trying to um, get a visa or anything like that or um but it is very interesting I, I mean, I wish I could wrap my head around it. I think I don't know, have too much knowledge about my own, you know, where I stand at. Because like I just stated, I've never thought to date or ever been attracted to, you know, my Asian side. Um, but I do think it is like it does have a lot to do with the environment you grow up in um, tends to lend to what you will be attracted to.
0: That makes sense that makes sense but thankfully you know we are in a space here especially here outside of washington dc area and montgomery county maryland it is a very diverse um place to live and i absolutely love it um it is a place that that cherish and you can just appreciate different cultures and and i'm here for it all all right ladies well thank you again for joining the podcast this was awesome um we may have to do this again sometime
1: Yay, it was so much fun. Thanks for
0: having me. Absolutely.
1: Bring the other half. <laughs> bring the other
0: half. Right. That that could be right. Couples and couples. Hey, it we send the
1: melting pot.
0: <laughs> we may do the couples to couple. that be that I would like that interesting uh conversation there. Yeah.
2: I mean, Warren, right here, you have six different types Literally. of people. Literally six.
0: <laughs> six. <laughs> six. Literally six. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if I bring in one more couple, it could be a lot more. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, um, thanks for listening to the uh, the, the episode today. So um, to support this channel, consider downloading the Pie Bean app. The link can be found in this episode's description. And consider purchasing what is called golden beans. Then donate those golden beans to No Pants Required. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Peace.